0: I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I know that when... The subject of cybersecurity and grid vulnerabilities are brought up on most talk shows, including mine. I think one of the first things people think about is the power grid. The grid vulnerability is the power grid. The power grid, the Internet of Things, all that stuff. And a very important topic. Why? Because many people have fear that, you know, these power failures we hear about all over the world are part-parcel as as some sort of a, a psychological operation. To let people know that they have the power. They have the power in their hands and they can and they can actually shut it off whenever they want to. Now, I know a lot of people, when you get into these subjects, uh, many people want to talk about uh, electronic pulse or EMP. Um, an electronic pulse from a nuclear weapon or an equivalent could shut down power systems indefinitely. And there are also many people that when they hear about this weapon... Uh, they say to themselves that will never be used or that perhaps the EMP scenario is part of a doomsday conspiracy theory. We've had many guests on the show that say, no, it's not a doomsday conspiracy theory. It's very real. So, scary EMP scenarios have been created many times in the Department of Defense tabletop exercise. There have been rumors that these EMP weapons have been perfected and are in the arsenals of both China and Russia right now. Russia is mastering systems that can already overcome The latest projections or protections to keep the lights on, that's according to one of the nation's leading experts. The latest intelligence indicates now that Russia has specialized in a super electromagnetic pulse weapon and warhead capable of uh, traveling at Mach 20. And that could put our grids, uh, put the whole United States in the dark in, in little notice. I mean, we would just all of a sudden, boom, power out. Weapon systems down, computers off. Um, Peter Vincent Pry, who always, when uh, you talk about EMP attacks, his, his name comes to mind because, of course, he is the director of the EMP Task Force on National and Homeland Security. He recently uh, did a report where he said that China has now leapfrogged the United States developments in electronic magnetic pulse warfare, so Russia and China are building up their arsenals. Of uh, this type of uh, weapon. And what's more, administration critics claim that President Biden's decision to lift former President Trump's ban on China involvement in the United States grid gives the communists a backdoor opening to attacking the nation's electric supply. Now, when they talk about the backdoor, they're not talking about these EMP weapons. Even though President Biden lifted the, the China involvement in the, in the United States grid and he brought them back into the fold... What he's talking about here is not it's not about the emp weapons it's about backdoor software it's about um well during the trump administration many people like like pry and others they they had success getting the white house and the pentagon to focus on emp issues okay so they were focusing on the issues of emps they begin protecting key facilities they, they, they create these Faraday cages, of course. Uh, you know We had James Ponder on the show to talk about the EMP situation. But when it comes to energy and when it comes to all that, you know, it's hard to get the energy companies or the industries of energy to, to act on this because we're in the process of switching our energy systems. See, we're, we're, we're leaving ourselves open because we want to go from one particular type of energy to another particular type of energy. So proponents of, of preparing an EMP attack – are saying that Russia and China and North Korea and Iran see the United States as an easy target and one that could quickly be brought to its knees because so much of the economy, so much of our economy, relies on electricity, communications, and the internet, all of which would cease in an attack. All of your cryptocurrencies, I don't know how they recover them, but yeah, cryptocurrencies are made with the energy. That energy is taken away. Bam, we lose crypto. We, we, we lose our our ability to trade. We lose the internet of things. We lose the blockchain. We lose everything. So there's a new report that uh, came out, just so you know, a new report on Russia, that now they have advancements in EMP warfare. The words cybergeddon were used in in the report, saying that Moscow has pushed including uh, a new weapon, this high-speed delivery weapon of an EMP. Unlike conventional warfare, Price said that the electronic pulse weapons, the EMP weapons, are exploded high enough up in the atmosphere to wipe out the electric grids and computers in huge sections of the country. The outages, they say, depending on how devastating, could last over a year. He said enemy nations with the weapons could black out North America and NATO, Europe, and win World War III at the speed of a light. They're already talking about World War III, guys. This is the thing that bothers me. Talk about World War III and saying that the weaponry that's going to be used are going to be space weapons, EMP weapons. Not necessarily nukes, but basically blowing things up in the sky to create blackouts. Now, his report came out uh, on the 26th anniversary of Russia's nuclear war scares in which the Kremlin mistakenly believed that a Norwegian meteorological rocket was an incoming U.S. EMP attack. This is the closest that any of the superpowers between the United States and Russia is the closest we ever came to nuclear war. However, with the Biden administration, we, we have another problem for the grid, and that is something called Zero-day exploits. Now, Something something many people haven't heard, I'm sure. I mean, I know unless you're a computer geek or someone who's in tech and understands tech, uh, you probably have never heard of a zero-day exploit. Um, and when you bring up zero-day exploits to a lot of programmers, to a lot of analysts, they will look at you uh, like, what are you talking about? Why are you bringing this up? Because a lot of these zero-day exploits are classified— a lot of these zero-day uh, zero exploits are often overlooked. And so what it does is it, a lot of analysts don't know what they can say and what they can't say about zero-day exploits. Zero-day exploits, the, the thing that's what's scary about zero-day exploits is they're as invisible as COVID-19. Okay, they, I would say they are the COVID-19 of, uh, of the, uh, the computer world, the Internet world, because they can already be in the grid system And if they are, they could trigger at any time basically leaving systems vulnerable to a kill switch scenario, meaning that so much damage done, we have too much time between getting a patch. Basically uh, zero-day exploits are exploits that don't have a patch or that computer programmers don't know how to patch up or or make better. And Joe Biden is well aware of zero-day because he, along with Barack Obama, had the NSA hoarding zero-day exploits a long time ago, even though they denied that they they were hoarding them. But zero-day uh, exploits were security flaws that uh, were unpatchable, and that they were using them against other against other countries. And uh, in fact, you know, there's actually a a, a movie if you want to watch it. It's on Showtime. I was watching some of it last night called Zero Days. And it talks about how a number of things have gone down where uh, we wonder if these zero-day exploits were being used on other countries and if these countries are going to retaliate with their zero-day attacks or if they already have retaliated or somehow have broken through. Because a a zero-day scenario basically is a security flaw that has not yet been patched by the vendor and so can be exploited and turned into a powerful weapon. If governments discover, purchase, or or use zero days for military intelligence and law enforcement purposes, that gets into an area of controversy because it it leaves society defenseless against other attackers who discover the same vulnerability. So if we decide to fire a zero-day exploit at another country and they see that it came from us, or they see that it has... Some sort of way of of figuring out where it came from, then we find ourselves in the same vulnerability. And the scary part is, is that it's just waiting there, meaning that the cyber pandemic that was talked about with the World Economic Forum is probably already underway, and it's probably been happening since March, back when we were talking about uh, solar. uh, uh, We were talking about solar winds. We're talking about uh, uh, FireEye, those uh, companies that uh, had some specious connections to a possible election problem remember we were talking about that and we kind of nailed it and said this is where your precedent lies with investigating whether or not you're dealing with election fraud but the media ignored it because of course uh, you know there was nothing directly involved here only the idea that a zero-day security breach or some other security breach could have happened that we're seeing fire eye and and, and solar wind being uh basically hacked or or basically seeing the downfall and the shutdown um you know you can go all the way back to the summer of 2016 where the Shadow Brokers, which, again, triggers my mind to the League of Shadows we talked about last night with the Batman thing. The Shadow Brokers, in 2016, released 300 megabytes of NSA cyberweapon code on the Internet. And near as experts can tell, the NSA network itself wasn't hacked. But what probably happened was that there was a staging server for NSA cyberweapons, that is, a server that the NSA was making use of to mask its surveillance activities, and it was hacked. And some people would say that maybe it was hacked as far back as 2013. So, you know, when you hear about this whole, you know, who was spying on who, what president was being – they were all being spied upon. And Obama knew it. Biden knew it. Everybody knew it. And so when they say, well – you know there's there's a lot of specious stuff going on here about cyber attacks and everything else they kept this they, they actually kept this pretty much close to the vest why because of the software that was involved these zero day exploits that when you start speaking of them people get a little uncomfortable so what i'm doing tonight is i'm talking about them i'm talking about them because i think it's important that you learn there are many other ways to disrupt a grid not just an emp weapon even though emp weapons are right on the agenda uh, of what Russia and China are doing right now, trying to speed up the process of a of a, a space war or a grid war, and then of course we look at the zero uh, day exploits and what they mean. They are the doomsday exploits of the computer grid, and they may already be in in involved or seated in the in the grid because we've had so many problems happening since March uh, of last year into the election into now. Where a number of countries have already complained of blackouts and problems with their computers, anywhere from Pakistan to to Iran, and uh, certainly uh, something worth talking about, especially when you're trying to plan out your life and being prepared. And that's what's important is preparedness, right? Five zero three two two five zero eight sixty. That's five zero three two two five zero eight sixty. Counting down to zero day. We'll be back with more. Don't go away. I'm Clegg Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only four ninety-nine a month for the Archive Shows and Podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's nine ninety-nine a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.